It's Indoor Recess, a podcast about kids' movies. I'm Beeks. I'm Jeff. And Jeff, what do we do in this podcast? Watch and rate obscure kids' movies. That's right. We do. We find an obscure kids' movie that neither of us have ever heard of, whether it's uh, on streaming or in the $5 bin at Walmart or floating in the wastelands of YouTube. And we uh, we watch it. And My eyes got huge on that. Just thinking about ratatouille. <laughs> you you mean art? You mean pure pure art? No. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we're gonna talk about them, and it's fun, and it's great. Blah 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 blah. How are you doing? I'm all right. Cool, 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 cool. Y'all, I just beat Final Fantasy Four. It turns out that Final Fantasy Four is a good game. Did you know that? That's what I've heard. That's what I had heard too. And I'm here to tell you that, yes, the the rumors are true. It's a good game. If I were to put that on our list of movies, <laughs> I'd put it number one. So I have a question. Sure, go nuts. Um, I, I feel like four kept being the one in my head that they used a lot of stuff in fourteen four is like Amon and Zandi and all that shit in there. By the look of your face, uh, probably not. I don't remember. <laughs> if anybody... those names don't mean anything to you, then I'm probably thinking of a different one. No, the problem is, is my fear is if I say no, somebody's gonna be like, um, actually, they were in Baron Castle in the oh, sub sub Amon is from Final Fantasy three. Okay, good. <laughs> He's the little skeleton man. Oh, skeleton man. Yeah, I don't have anything to say. I'm sorry. I usually, sometimes I do. Last week we did. We had a whole bunch of fucking, uh, it was it was the, the two-year anniversary, and the one before that, you had fucking COVID, yep. and the one before that, there was probably something eventful I'm, going I'm on. I'm sorry I don't have a communicable disease I know. This week. Can you please try and, like, get something? I'm going to go start letting people just breathe straight into my there, face. Yes, God, duh. Thank you. You know what? Maybe it's just time to get into the sending of you the movie poster. That, uh, that, that's good English. <laughs> a sentence got away from me, but you know what I mean. Folks, if this is your very first episode, I'm going to send Jeff a poster or the DVD cover of the movie that we're going to watch. We have not seen this movie. We're going to clown on it a little, and then we'll go actually watch the thing. So without further ado... Here we go. Boop. Jesus Christ. <laughs> is this real? <laughs> that is a very good question. This that... looks like a fucking movie poster that somebody like... This looks like fucking peep beep meme creep shit. This looks like a movie poster that you would see in 30 Rock making fun of yeah, like kids movies. This can't be real. I've got terrible news for you. It's very real. Jeff, what are we watching? <laughs> We're watching a movie called My Uncle, colon, The Alien. My Uncle, The Alien. And the From tagline, 1996. The tagline says, the president's daughter, her dot, dot, secret dot. friend, and their out-of-this-world adventure. Mm-hmm. So, Jeff, do you want to try and paint us a word picture, or do you want me to try? Okay, so... Imagine the White House. Yep. Right? That Yes, I can imagine it's it right now. a sunny day. Sure is. You know, someone just snapped a stock photo. They're like, fuck it. Here's the White House. Cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So 
this gets posted into like a Photoshop Wars thread sure, yeah. on like 4chan or reddit or something yeah something awful something like that and yeah and somebody grabs these two kids from a 90s sitcom yeah they sh- they absolutely do yes y- you've got a girl that's got her arms crossed and she's like looks kind of sassy she might be wearing overalls she's wearing a red and black windbreaker and i believe she's wearing overalls I under she's that got yes. overalls on and then there's like this boy leaning out from the side with like a fucking tricorder or something. Or like a CD player. He yeah. looks fucking cool it's, It looks and like bodacious. it's supposed to be some kind of like communication device. Yeah, but then the eye-catching thing oh, yeah. is the deformed god demon <laughs> in the sky. I think you mean Mac from Mac and Me? Yeah, Mac from Mac and Me that is like semi-transparent and looks like he just saw a donut for the first time in his <laughs> life. Why a donut? I don't know. He okay. Looks like he's fucking mesmerized. He's just floating above the White House. Yep. So y'all, uh, I think Jeff really, really succinctly described the very first time I ever saw this photo. <laughs> I think my very first thoughts were, fuck you, is this real? Yeah. Like, I can't even. Nothing about this looks real. I still real. have my doubts. Well, look, I'm going to... There is a video on YouTube that we're going to watch, and maybe we'll get in, like, 15 seconds in, and it turns out to be a fucking Rickroll or Goatsy or something. But oh, uh, I'm pretty sure this is a real movie that exists from 1996. I already have a prediction for this movie. That it's going to be great? No. <laughs> that it's going to be super great? <laughs> no. <laughs> i just um, meant like story prediction okay well tell me tell me your story right, how do my, you think my uncle the alien goes my uncle the alien is a precursor to men in black Ooh. so you have i love it agent k yeah and then girl i don't remember her Goral? name yeah i don't remember her name oh the girl yeah okay <laughs> i thought you were saying the alien's name is girl no, i was like all right Goral. damn um yeah this is them as kids okay and it's the president's daughter and she learns she has access to area 51 information she learns about an alien blah 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 long story short at the end of this movie they wind up uh forming the men men in black that would be pretty cool i see a title like my uncle the alien and my very first thought is do you remember my favorite martian yeah the show slash disney movie oh, from the, the 90s oh yeah 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 where uh christopher, christopher lloyd, lloyd yeah is, is is the martian yeah and it was jeff daniels i think oh geez maybe i don't know all i remember is christopher lloyd and he had a suit and the suit talked remember yeah, the he suit was like a wacky suit because that was the thing that they used to hook the kids hell yeah they did hooked me okay so it's the president's daughter right yep, it was jeff Jeff Daniels and Christopher Lloyd. Wow. I want to watch that. I haven't (laughs) seen it since I was a fucking kid. I bet it's dog shit, but I bet it's like probably enjoyable. I remember there's like a dick joke in there. There, Yep. That was in the trailer. Yep. Where he. uh, Zipper trouble. Yep. Yep. Good stuff. Because he eats one of the like gumballs he uses to look human and he he starts looking like the way the Martian actually looks. Yeah. Freaking out. Yeah. Anyway, so here's how I think my uncle the alien's gonna go. It's the president's daughter, right? Yeah. Which means it's the president, which means Do you think uh, president's an alien? Sorry. No. Keep going. I think the president's a president. I think they have access 
to like Area 51. I That's think they what I said. <laughs> Oh shit! Is that what you said? <laughs> that is exactly what I said. Fuck me! I was. Who <laughs> now? Who doesn't listen? I was lost in the aliens' eyes. I'm sorry. I was trying to. Yeah, think of something I was just else. like, as the president's daughter, she has access okay, to Area fuck. 51. All right, never mind. And it's files. No, I and... promise. I'm a good listener. Okay, let me. Uh... Mark this down. Shh, shh, this is the shh, first time no. <laughs> that Peaks has ever pulled a Jeff on me. <laughs> Oh, y'all, it's it's a whole new world for... Let me tell you, year three of fucking indoor recess is going to be silly. <laughs> um, no, 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 no. I think... Okay, <laughs> shit. All right, all right. No, 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 no. Better. I'm taking hints of yours, and I'm kind of reversing it. This girl, she's the president's daughter. Everybody always, like... She's got secret service on her all the time. She's tired of it. She wants to live her life. So it's like, uh... It is like the movie my yes yeah it is a little bit like that I was gonna say my date with the president's daughter another Disney movie that movie don't worry about it but I remember first kid was Sinbad okay well so it's kind of like that she sneaks off and what do you know she finds a fucking alien now she's got to keep this alien no 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 wait no scrap because here's the thing (laughs) I'm trying to follow your wild fucking plot and it's getting more difficult because there's so many strike throughs and her father find the alien okay and for some reason her father aka the president or maybe the president's woman i don't know fuck it her parent aka the president is like this is the find of the century but for some reason i don't want to tell my cronies and i don't want to tell the area 51 dudes because they'll take this guy and cut him up yeah so now we have to hide him so they pretend now look look look. it's the 90s it was a different time i'm not saying this is a good idea but i'm saying that they take this guy and they totally do a perfect strangers and they're like no this is our uncle and he comes from a foreign land and Mm. his ways are different than ours and the whole movie is a bunch of that where like he sees a sink for the first time and wigs the fuck out they take him to the mall and he he tries on a fanny pack and he's like i don't understand this is not my butt and and he probably eats some reese's pieces i don't fucking know he's not (laughs) et yeah he looks a lot like et honestly if you told me maybe that's et's uncle oh god if that's et's uncle like of course it fucking is look at him See, to me, he doesn't look like E.T.'s uncle, but he looks like an old man that I've seen before in my life. <laughs> okay. So you're saying his name is Jasper? Something like that. Give me he, a name. He kind of reminds this guy. me of Harold from the stock photos things. Oh, no. I no, said that... he reminds me. It doesn't look exactly That's like him. so mean to Harold. <laughs> Can't believe He's you. just kind of got that like face. I'm sorry. That's fine, dude. Let's get into some other predictions. Prediction number one, this movie takes place in 1996. Um, the, the president's daughter is going to be insufferable. That's my fucking... Wow, okay. I mean, what's her name? Samantha. She's just going to be one of those, like... So there's two kids, right? Do you there's think she's president's a spo- daughter. Yeah, she's she's, she's totally spoiled, spoiled and in that life. And then you got, like, street urchin Jimmy over here. Oh, Jimmy. That's going to be all, Classic like... Jimmy. Hey, yo, check it out. I'm a fucking, like, show you what it's like to live. Cool. Oh, my. Okay, wait, all right. So, good. Also, uh, my uncle's an alien. <laughs> check him out. Uh, prediction number two. 
I see two children on this cover. Do you think they go to a mall? I hope they do. Oh, they'll probably go to a mall. Yes. Oh, my God. Okay, sub prediction. What do you think we see in that mall? You think there's a Gadzooks in there? Think there's a fucking Spencer's Gifts? Walden books? They're going to go to the Warner Brothers store because it's going to have the spaceship crashed into the side. And he's going to be all like, oh, my God, a spaceship. So you're saying that Goral is going to be like, bleep bloop, I got a phone home. Yeah. And it's like, no, silly. The only like thing- fucking Pizza Planet shit. Yes. The only thing that's in there is just a whole bunch of fucking Sylvester plushies. Yep. Okay. That um, nobody wants. I want them. I like Sylvester. He's cool. I mean, he's not cool, but I, I like Sylvester. I'm just saying, I don't know if kids like really care about the Warner Brothers anymore. Mm, that's a great question. I don't know. Space Jam just came out. Yeah. So somebody cares about the fucking Looney Tunes. Me? I mean, I care. I care about the Looney Tunes a lot. Okay, more predictions. So this is the president's daughter. Do you think that we will get a fictionalized president? Or do you think that it's like... like, a historical president that was the president at the time? Well, I'm saying, I'm saying, like, do we get a president that's not a real president in 96? Like, are they like, oh, President Bradford, I'm glad you're here. Or do you think we get one of those things where it's clearly supposed to be like a Clinton stand in, but they film him from like behind the back? Yeah. So. So they they never have to commit to it. Or like all you see are like wide shots. Like, they have somebody that kind of, sort of, if you squint, looks like Clinton, but he, he can't do, like, a great impersonation. Yeah. So it's like, you only see him from the back or behind the shoulder or, you know, something I don't like know. That. I bet we, I don't know. I could see us just not even seeing the president at all. Sure. And it just focuses entirely on On the her, kid. Okay. On fucking Samantha and Jimmy. Oh, uh, Samantha and Samantha, Jimmy, Jimmy and Goral. All right, we're going to have a lightning round of things that I want to know if you think they're in this movie. Are you ready? Go for it. Okay, slap bracelets. Yes. Okay, pogs. No. Okay. Um, the cool S. The cool is S. Is the cool S in there? Ooh. Um, if her name is Samantha, yes. I bet she, she spells write, it with the cool S. Yeah, I bet she has like a, a, a If binder. my name was Samantha, I would spell it with the cool S. I bet she has like a notebook somewhere that she wrote Samantha with the cool S. T-shirts featuring gangsta Looney Tunes, yes or no? No. But what if they go to the Looney Tunes store? I don't think they'll have them. Damn. Okay. Big dog shirts. Oh, my God. 100%. (laughs) Oh, my God. My uncle the alien wears one. He wears one? He wears one that's like Reservoir Dogs. Yes. But it's the big dog dogs. It's like the, yeah. Or it says something like... And it's like, you you haven't seen that movie. What the fuck are you doing wearing if that shirt, If you can't kid? run with the big dogs, dot, dot, dot. And then on the other side, it says like, get out of the doghouse. Something like Some that. Some shit like that. I just remember them being like really dumb, like movie parody shirts. Oh, yeah. The, well, so originally it was a bunch of like, run with the pack if you can't hang with yeah. the big dogs. And then it started turning into like, I don't know, what are the kids like? South Park? Okay, this one's called South Bark. They just got lazy. Yeah. Have you been on the uh, the Big Dogs website recently? No. Why the fuck would I go on the Big Dogs because website? Because I have lost. I didn't even know it still existed. <laughs> okay. So first off, they still very much exist. Why? Second off, 
I just wanted to see. I was like, what is modern day big dogs? I'm going to fucking go on there no, right now. No, time out. I okay. had a hunch what modern day big dogs was. And I was like, oh, it's probably just the most offensive shit. It's probably like. Get out of my way, snowflake. Yeah. Big dog. Try to cancel this. And it has him like raising his leg and peeing on you or something. Yeah. Uh, I was not expecting to find like the most trans friendly big dog shirt I've ever what? seen. <laughs> yes, dude. The big dog. Do you have it? Like, can I see it? Are you saying, do I own it? No. Like, oh, do on you the have website. A... Yeah. Uh... I'm going there now. Okay. It, it might've just been, it might've been for like pride. <laughs> do you want a fucking big dog shirt? <laughs> <laughs> fucking solidarity. Oh, the dogs. They'll let anyone into the pack. And that's great. Anyway. <laughs> We can't shill for big dogs. All right. I guess that is going to do it for us. How excited are you to watch My Uncle the Alien? It's like I want to see it just to see how much of a shit show it is. Yeah. To see if it is better or worse than its cover. But I feel like I'm going to get five minutes in and be like, okay, I'm over this. If it's as good as its cover, damn, we got a new number one on our midst. (laughs) All right. Okay. I think I think we're going to go. Oh, um if you didn't hear me earlier, yes, this is available in its entirety on YouTube. That's where we'll be watching it. That I, means it's quality. I looked on Just Watch, it's nowhere else. So Super quality. <laughs> Shit. If no if nobody's picked it up for streaming, then it's really good. It's probably very good. I can name we'll you I can name you three movies right now that aren't picked up on any streaming service and I know for a fact they're good. Number one. <laughs> I got nothing. Alright. Let's go. Kelly Sullivan leads a very public life. After all, her dad is the president. But no one's ever heard about her very special friend she calls uncle until now. Kelly, where does he live? In outer space. Does he have a name? My uncle, the alien. He has the power to change the future. And although she doesn't know it, he's about to change hers. So happy to be here with all my friends. Her friends from the children's shelter are in danger of losing their home. We're on the street again. But she won't let them down. Don, give me your clothes. Jane, call me a cab. There you are going. To try and raise money so her friends won't go homeless. The president's daughter is missing. Watch it! Hey everybody, we're back. I still haven't thought of three good movies that are good and not available on any streaming website. I, I forgot that we... <laughs> that I said I'd do that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I say a lot of things. What about Battle Royale? Is that streaming anywhere? Uh, sh- it used to be on Netflix. I know, right? Eh, whatever. What did we watch, Jeff? We watched a movie with what I feel is a very deceptive title. <laughs> okay, but it's all called right. We're going to get right into Uncle it, My Uncle the Alien. My Uncle the Alien. That's right and here we go wait before we go oh okay sorry i'm holding in my hand a bottle of coca-cola starlight 
I guess it's a limited flavor, right? Oops, sorry. Uh, this isn't. <laughs> we we weren't we weren't sponsored, y'all. Th- this is just a thing. We had to go get groceries or something yesterday. I saw them. I was like, oh, I've heard of this. We should get some. I had mine yesterday. It was eh. It's some new limited edition Coke flavor. I genuinely don't know dick about it. All I know yeah. is that it's called Coca-Cola Starlight. And I had it says space flavored. Space flavored, yes. So that's why Jeff wanted to do this on the, the podcast. I also just like doing live taste tests. Sure. Because it reminds me of Giant Bomb when they used to do that <laughs> I shit. I know, right? So what you're trying to say is you think that this taste will taste like uncle in My Uncle the Alien. I, no. It better not. I don't want to taste uncle. Okay? So don't 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 unscrew it yet. I think this is the first of I think I read somewhere that they want to start doing this. I don't know. But yeah, it says they're jealous of Mountain Dew. I think that and just think about how many weird like, oh, there's a new wacky Oreo flavor. We yeah. all got to go out and buy it. Oh, there's some sort of it's a hype thing. There's some sort of meal at mcdonald's we all gotta go buy the stupid meal now those work on me so (laughs) (laughs) do work on jeff anyway i don't want to belabor the point but yeah jeff brought this because it says it's space flavored and what delightful serendipity that we just watched a movie about some sort of space critter so without further ado you ready to go yeah i don't know if i would use the word about but we'll get into (laughs) that later won't we (laughs) All right. What does it smell like? I mean, you're right. It does smell like... It smells like gingerbread almost. Right. Like, the, well, like a weird baked good with some smells, kind of spice in it. Yeah, so why don't, you, why don't you get a sippy? So when I had mine, I think it both smells and tastes like Coke with some sort of like baked good. Yeah, it definitely... It's like... I keep, I don't know why, but I keep like a graham crackery gingerbread yeah. kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. I mean, it's not bad. Would you, I would rate it probably one thumb down, not two thumbs. I don't think I'll grab and, well. D- I would probably say it's a six out, out of, of 10. ten. Okay. Yeah. So you're like, going with numbers and I'm going with thumbs. Like three stars out of five. It is six snails out of nine. Snails? It's just, it's very like slightly above mediocre. So let me, let me give you a pro tip. But when you get to the last like inch of Coke in that bottle, that flavor. It Does it sink- get old real quick? It sinks to the bottom. Oh. And, <laughs> and, and also mine, mine had warmed up a little. And let me tell you. Room temperature Coke, especially Coke of that flavor, like the last fucking couple of swigs, I was like, boof, I don't know about this. Just over it. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I might get one more during this fucking promotion, but boy howdy, if this was like a new ongoing flavor, I'd be like, yeah, I'm good. Reminds me of, you had vanilla Coke when it first came out, right? Yeah. So I made a terrible mistake. I was at the mall. So mom used to go shopping at the mall and I would go to the local arcade because they had Dance Dance Revolution there. And oh, as as previously seen in my scene, you know, I went to the uh, the Buzz Lounge. Yeah, the Buzz Lounge. And 
one time this fucking Coke street team parked right outside of the, there was an entrance to the mall that, that led into the arcade and they were right there and they're like, check it out. Free vanilla Cokes for everybody. One per customer, but also it's a fucking mall and they can't keep track of like who's all there. It's not yeah. like they're stamping your hand. So Is I would it like a can. No, it was the bottles. Oh shit! They gave you a twenty ounce. This was this was brand. New. It was like brand, 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 brand. Was it new. one of those like skinny sixteen ounce ones? Yeah. Ew, I think it was. A, I think it was the old skinny ones. I feel like they don't make those anymore. I don't think they make those anymore. Yeah. So um, they probably should, to be honest. Yeah, they probably because, should. because like this is fucking two hundred and fifty calories almost. <sighs> so I remember going in to the arcade, playing a bunch of DDR, getting real hot and sweaty. Going outside, grabbing a free Coke vanilla. Oh, God. Going inside, playing a bunch of DDR, getting real hot and sweaty, coming back outside, grabbing another free Coke vanilla. Did you drink, like, three of them? I drank two. I got sick as a fucking dog. Yeah. And then I was like, I'm done. Yeah, because, like... It's, y'all, it wasn't even Coke's fault. It's my fault. Yeah, I mean, getting hot... It's like... Oh, God, those Fanta commercials, they just make me so angry. Oh. Because <laughs> it's all these, like, sweaty dudes that are like, oh, my God, it's so hot. And then they just, like. Let me have the sugar water. Yeah, let me have this fucking grape-flavored sugar water. Yeah. And I'm just like, my stomach is, like, churning just thinking <laughs> about it. Because that just yeah. sounds so gross. Carbonated it's... grape sugar water. No, look, I, I, I aired, and I should not have. And I paid for it. <laughs> you know what? You were young. Sure. Yeah. Shit happens, right? Yeah. Anyway, so this movie, huh? Yeah, this movie. All right, so here we go. Our story begins with several helicopter shots of the DC highway system and a few establishing shots of the White House. We go inside and see Kelly Sullivan, daughter of the President of the United States. It's late at night, but she's up and about wandering the Oval Office in her nightgown. Yeah, she's currently experiencing a total eclipse of the heart. Uh, Dude, music video exactly she's in this this billowy nightgown and then she she slowly approaches the window that opens itself i didn't know those oval office windows could open i feel like that's a huge security risk i don't but know if they can yeah well in this world they can and there's also even more billowy drapes and blinding white light you're right it I is think very the, the very title card has popped up already right it has yes okay so i want to point out that the title card says my uncle in quotes it does it's it's, <laughs> it's just like what my uncle that's me doing the quotes up against the i microphone. bet that sounds great i don't care <laughs> so she approaches the window it bursts open and we get a small glimpse of alien feet and we hear this creaky little voice ask Kelly, why haven't you told them about me? Yeah. Kelly explains to the mysterious voice that she's tried to tell the adults, but they think that she's just talking about an imaginary friend. But, uh, friends, this is no imaginary friend. This is an alien known only as Uncle. Uncle. Which is a weird name. It's for, a very weird like, name. Why don't you just call him his real name? Why don't you call him? Which also makes the title a lie because it says, my uncle, the alien. It's like, no, it's not your uncle. You just named it uncle. Yeah, yeah. Could just be uncle the alien. Yeah. It should have just been called uncle the alien. You know, it should have been called a lot of things. And we'll put a pin in this and and get back to it at the the very end because, anyway. I I have another title for it once we get to the end (sighs) of this movie. All right. The next night, President Sullivan is in the Oval Office 
finishing up his fireside chat about the magic of Christmas and the magic of voting in the Senate tomorrow for his big budget proposal. Yeah, That's those, right. those two are totally equivalent. That's right, y'all. This is the secret Christmas movie we didn't know that we'd get. Yeah. Have, Merry Christmas. Woo! Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Kelly and the First Lady, Mrs. Sullivan, who never gets a name, swing by the Oval Office to drop some exposition. Tomorrow, they're headed out to L.A. for a photo op at a youth center. President Sullivan says that he'd love to come with, but he's too busy fretting about this big budget vote. It's now the next day, and Kelly is wheels down in L.A. She's the guest of honor for St. Priscilla's Youth Center Christmas Tree Lighting Ceremony. That's a mouthful. It really is. <laughs> Did you hear me stumble over yeah. those words? It's like, Jesus. Let me try it again. She's, no, you know what? Leave it. Leave it. Fuck it. That's how hard it is. <laughs> it is really hard. She gets up, says a few kind words, flicks the switch, and the lights are on. Hooray. And then, like, evil circus clowns start popping out and you're like oh shit it's batman returns what oh okay actually you know what so yeah folks who have never seen this movie in your mind there's probably a lot of you out there <laughs> yeah in your mind i hope you're not thinking of some sort of like grandiose this isn't like, rockefeller lighting yeah this is absolutely not they're at like a fucking ymca and she got up to the podium hit a little button and a mm, i don't know eight foot tall tree yeah that's on a on a slightly elevated stage it would be like if lit up it would be like if your parents did like a tree lighting ceremony yes. in their own house yes and it's just like here you go it's, it's very, just like this is kind of silly but it's okay very very low stage. they flew from washington dc to la to say all right yes christmas is very important boop <laughs> they spent taxpayers money they absolutely did Anyway, Mrs. Sullivan gets up and starts speechifying on the importance of eradicating poverty and homelessness when a reporter gets up and mentions, hey, um, yeah, you know that budget your husband's working on, the one that will actually eradicate poverty and homelessness? Well, funny story. The Senate voted against it, and now they're majorly slashing funding on youth centers like this one. Okay, bye. It's just like, why, why are we putting the president to task on this? Isn't that the Senate that did it? <laughs> it is true. The, the, the reporter's like, what are you going to do about it? And it's She's like, one of those fucking Rita Skeeter bitches oh that just like really wants to just poke at people probably. to get a reaction. But also it's like, this is the first lady. There's not a whole lot she can do. During the first lady's speech about how poverty really womps, we see the five kids that go to this youth center are crestfallen and leave the assembly. Kelly chases after him and confronts- Kelly, with a heart of fucking gold, chases after them because she's very concerned Well, about- during her speech, she kind of like hints at like, oh, I know these guys, we go way back. And it's like, yeah. why do you know them? How do you know them? Because she has a heart of gold. I wanted to know. I was like, at first I she's was- She's probably just- Done a lot of like charity or something for them. She's I don't like know. nine. I bet she hasn't. At, <sighs> at first, I was like, "Oh wow, are they trying to imply that like the president adopted this this girl from like this youth center slash orphanage?" But uh -huh. yeah, they never really get into it. Um, We're just supposed to know that there's like an emotional connection between them somewhere. Yeah, this isn't just some random kids on the street, and no. it's like, "Ah, eh, sucks for you. Bye." <laughs> The uh, St. Priscilla's kids know that if this youth center goes under, they're back out on the street. But <laughs> that's, Yeah, that's what they think. Th yeah. 
I mean, look, for all we know, they live there. We have no idea. Like I said, they call it a youth center, but the way they're acting, it's really more of a like an orphanage sort of thing. Yeah. Kelly hatches a perfectly wonderful kid logic idea. One of her dad's major contributors, Carnegie Stewart, will be more than happy to cut them a fat check if she asks politely. And he lives right around here in L.A. But of course, she says, telling the kids, if that doesn't work, we can always ask uncle. Yeah. Meanwhile, in the same hallway, a local reporter slash cameraman duo. I'm pretty sure it's the Rita Skeeter lady. Sure, sure. Overhear this and they start bugging her on this uh, uncle character. She tries to explain that uncle is a friendly alien that she just happens to know. But before she knows what's happening, Kelly is being swarmed by the press and this footage is being beamed across the country. Yeah. Okay, so A... Apparently, all the reporters know the president's entire lineage because she's like, what uncle? What uncle? You don't have an uncle. Do you have an uncle? These seven reporters come out of nowhere and they're like, I don't. We've never heard of an uncle. We've never heard of an uncle. You didn't disclose that you had an uncle. And it's like, holy shit. A, holy shit. B, I don't 100% know how the conversation goes. But at some point, it basically turns into, hey, we didn't know you had an uncle. Why didn't you tell us you had an uncle? Is he an alien? And it's just like no, she she says that he comes from space or something. Oh, okay. See, I thought I thought. She, sorry, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, while while they're surrounding her and pressing her, she mentions that like she's like, where does he live? And she's like, in the sky. One of the reporters is like, oh, you mean he's an astronaut? And she's like, no, he he lives in space. He's from space. Okay, that's where that's where the see. I just have written written down here a special kind of uncle. To alien is a huge leap. It's a huge <laughs> mental leap. Okay, so here's my problems with this whole thing. Problem number one, it's super, super, super commonplace for family friends to be called Uncle So-and-so or Aunt So-and-so. Yeah. Like, that's super common. So And they're not, like, related. Yeah, and they're not. That's what I'm saying. Like, like if because my... Because it's just, it's easier sometimes for the kid to call your dad's best friend Uncle Jim. Yeah. So, like... That shouldn't be that shocking. It's like, okay, whatever. It's one of the dad's friends. She was fucking thirsty for a scoop. Problem number two. So like I said, they they beam this out across the country and the president catches it. And he's like, oh my God, I'm a laughing stock. You know, my, the rest of my presidential run is fucking ruined. This, this made me think about it's 2017 and Baron Trump just said that he knows somebody from space. Who fucking cares? He's a child. Yeah, he's a child. That's my biggest takeaway. He's a child from a fucked up family. Who well, knows what he means? No, I just, I just mean like he's a fucking child. I just used him because he's the youngest sure. son of a president we've had. Like I'm pretty sure Biden's kids are grown the fuck up. Who fucking cares what a fucking child said? <clears throat> I, I don't know, man. Everybody blasts this out and like. Can you believe this? Yeah, it's like fucking who cares? Anyway, back in L.A., the, the first lady is heading out to go speak to a League of Women Voters group, and Kelly and two of the Youth Center girls, Jan and Dawn, hatch up a scheme. Kelly swaps clothes with one of the girls, trading her Christmas dress with the uh, overalls and windbreaker getup that we see on the cover. So the next part of the plan is to distract the Secret Service <laughs> that are watching that are guarding over Kelly's door. Jeff, would you like to explain what these two boys do? So 
It's basically the kid with the crutches uh-huh. and the kid with the wheelchair uh-huh. start just like... I don't even know how it starts. They just start slinging insults at each they other. They pass each other in the hall and... Do they bump into each other? And no. They, start? <laughs> they just they just happen to pass each other in the hall and neither one wants to move over for the oh, other okay. one. Yeah, like it, there's like some back and forth going on. It was extremely forced, extremely lame. Yeah. Because they're pretending. They're pretending to fight. Yeah. But yeah, and then it starts getting physical. It does start getting physical. Like, he fucking hits his wheelchair with his little crutch or whatever, and yeah. then they start, like... And then the wheelchair kid tries to, like, run over the, the yeah. crutch's kid's <laughs> foot. It's like, hold on, like... <laughs> so, the... I'm I'm honestly just sitting there fucking cackling, because it just reminds me of the South Park thing yep. with the cripple fight. <laughs> <laughs> and then a Secret Service agent... A grown-ass man is having trouble separating. A secret service agent. This is supposed to be part of his job. Yes. If someone was to, to lunge at the president with, like, a knife, he's supposed to be able to, like, throw this man off of him. But yeah. no, he's having difficulty getting this, like, 10-year-old. Like, yeah, 10-year-old with crutches away from this other 10-year-old in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. It's just like, boy. But during all the hubbub, uh, Kelly is able to make her escape leaving one of the youth center girls in her place. They order a taxi to take Kelly over to Carnegie Stewart's place, and on the way there, the cabbie is weaving all over the road. Dude, this is the worst cab driver I've ever seen in my life. He's not great. But to be fair, he's a little bit distracted, checking his rearview mirror every nine seconds, trying to figure out where he's seen this girl from. Sure. And I can do that too without fucking swerving all over the damn road. (laughs) Well, he takes his eyes off the road one too many times and winds up veering off the road and rear-ending a parked car. Meanwhile, right down the road from all this are a couple of ne'er-do-wells repairing the radiator on their van. They witness the cab hitting the parked car. The cabbie and the owner of the car get out and bicker back and forth. And during all this, Kelly once again leaves, but before, she leaves a fat wad of bills as payment. (laughs) It's not a fat wad, it was like four bucks. Oh, I thought it was... I think it was like four dollars, four one dollar bills. She has a fat wad, and then she leaves a couple of bucks. I'm saying it's like... She she has the concept of money, she knows... She's like, "Eh, I've only gone this far, it's probably like four bucks. But also, she's surprisingly loaded. She's the president's daughter. That doesn't mean anything. Anyway, these van dudes see this hot child in the city running wild and looking pretty, and they instantly recognize her. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> they instant- I haven't heard that song in forever. I know, hot right? child in the city. <laughs> they instantly recognize her as Kelly Sullivan, daughter of the president. It's not instant, but... Okay. It's sooner than the fucking cabbie. Sure. But you know who doesn't recognize her? A rollerblading miscreant we will later learn is named Zig. 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 And he's about to zig when he should have zagged. That's right. No, she should have zagged. He's absolutely about to zig because he rolls by on his rollerblades and swipes her backpack. I just wrote down at this part, this girl got 90s robbed. (laughs) Yep. She chases after him. And the van dudes chase after her. And then this winds up being just a really kind of long sequence of running with 
half-assed voiceover work on yeah. top of it. Now, to be fair... I'm gonna get you. So... Get back here. Yes, everything that they say in this scene is all ADR'd, but to be entirely fair, like, she's running, she might be out of breath, nobody wants to hear, hey, get back, get back here, kid. Sure, but, I don't know, just the emphasis on it, just, it seemed very, like, she felt silly in the voice. Oh, yeah, no, no. Being like, she's like... You better get back here. It's like, yeah, that's what people sound like when they're chasing people down that have stolen their shit. Yeah, the, I mean, the ADR, there's no there's no oomph behind it. Yeah, definitely. no oomph. We need some oomph. Oomph. Anyway, the boy Zig skates away and digs through her backpack, taking out her extremely clunky VTech-looking 1996 cellular phone. Honestly, I thought that that thing was the fucking, like, uncle communication device yeah when i know I, first saw I know it. that's what you said in the uh in the predictions thing oh did i yeah he's holding the phone yeah, he's holding like a tricorder but it thing. is the thickest looking fucking phone yeah it's fucking and it's just like yeah there's nothing special about it yeah it's just a uh no 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 bad it, phone prop it's got the presidential seal on the back sure <laughs> He's making his escape when, out of nowhere, he is zapped by a blue laser from the sky and falls down. Kelly catches up to Zig, but the van guys catch her first and chuck her in their evil van and drive away. Zig sees all this and decides to tail the van. While in the van are two villains, a blonde-haired guy named Skeeter and a brown-haired guy named Rat, tie up Kelly and slap duct tape on her mouth. Skeeter kind of reminds me of Jeff Daniels from Dumb and Dumber. Okay, yeah, no, I, yeah, I could see it. These guys remind me of the cannolis. Yeah, I, I wrote down these are fucking dollar store cannolis. Well, they're cannolis with a van, so in the rest of my notes, I call them the vanolis. The vanolis. <laughs> Ew! Wow. Also, I say they slap duct tape on her mouth, but they clearly didn't want to, like, hurt the the child yeah. actor so he gingerly places mm. this duct tape right on her mouth well it's... i've actually been watching some youtube shorts and there's actually a prop guy okay that goes on there okay and he, he's just like hey here's the duct tape that we use and it's like it's actually like very not sticky at all so that's it's like what... just sticky enough that's to stay there totally what i was thinking of when we were watching this i was like i wonder if they use real duct tape because if they don't get that shot right and they have to yeah. redo it again, that's going to fucking hurt having to rip it off yeah. every single time. So then I was thinking, I was like, I wonder if they use some sort of prop tape that's about as sticky as like a post-it note or mm-hmm. like painter's tape. Yeah, like, it's probably more painter's tape. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean. But then I was thinking, I don't know if this movie has the budget for fancy pants prop tape. I yeah. bet they went to the dollar store and just got some duct tape. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, we'll get into that to the compliment sandwich. But... All right. All right. But yeah, I mean, it's it's he has interesting stuff like how they do ice in movies because they don't want to piss off the sound guy. So oh, they sure. make ice out of like silicone because yeah. it doesn't make noise. Paper grocery bags are made out of cloth. Sure. So they're, so they're so silent. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. ruffle. It's all about not ruining the audio for the audio guy to <laughs> dub in later. Sure. For pool scenes, I think they paint some, like, racket balls to look like pool balls. Oh, I thought you meant, like, a swimming pool. Oh, sorry, like, yeah, billiards. What are you talking about? Our two Vinolis, Rat and Skeeter, take her home to their their secret hideaway in the spooky green lighting district. You can tell these dudes are bad news because the house that they're in looks pretty much fine. 
Except that each window blind is lightly askew and ruffled. And they have a shoe phone. And and they have a shoe phone. Wait, was it a shoe phone or a duck phone? No, it was a shoe phone. I thought it was a duck phone at first, and then he put it down, and it just looked like fucking Air Jordan. Okay. I was like, okay. All right, so that's why they had a fucking high top on their desk. Yeah, yeah, that was the phone. Wow, okay. <laughs> I didn't see that. And there's a, there's a later shot, and yeah, it's just- He's got his hand on it because he just put the phone down. Okay, and I'm well, just like, shit, fucking, I didn't know. It's like, shoe phone. They hatch a plan to call up the president and demand a ransom for his daughter. Meanwhile, Zig has finally caught up to the van and uses a nearby payphone to call 911 and report that the first daughter has been kidnapped. But ever since this morning with Kelly's little alien escapade on the news, the 911 operator doesn't believe Zig and hangs up. Yeah, and there's like this whole thing about like, should we watch the girl? Should we leave her in the like van? Blah, 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 blah. And I thought there was going to be a plot device here where she escaped while they were like inside right? bumbling. Or I thought maybe maybe the fucking alien, you know, the titular alien yeah. would show up. But that no still dice. hasn't shown yet. Skeeter and Rat decide the best place to store Kelly is where they work. The warehouse of a fucking wax museum. Jeff, do you think it would be cool to work at a wax museum? Sure. I think it would be super fucking cool. I mean, it's got to be for the wax sculptures. I made a dad joke. I don't like it. I do not care for your fucking goofs. Anyway, they head out in the van, and once again, Zig follows behind. The Vinolis pull up to the warehouse entrance and go in, leaving Zig to try and find an alternate entrance. What he doesn't know is that Uncle is inside the wax museum and opens a back door, letting Zig inside. And that's this is our first sighting of any sort of like alien. Pretty much. Well, besides the little beams. Yeah. Yeah. Besides the beams at the very beginning. And And in in the beginning, I I don't know. I don't really count the beginning because you don't really get a look. No, you don't. You get to like briefly see his feet and that's about it. But yeah, we're like 40 minutes into the movie. We absolutely And then it's just like, boom, uncle. Yep. So Zig wanders through the displays of the museum and eventually finds Kelly. He frees her and they begin to make their escape only to be spotted by Skeeter and Rat. They have a chase sequence where they run past a Superman display, a replica of the original Star Trek bridge, some sort of a Norman Rockwell barbershop Americana, and Abbott and Costello in their Who's On First costumes. Mm. I made a note of that because I was like, oh, wow, this really is a real wax museum. Sure. Also, possibly the robot from Metropolis. Oh, yeah, the robot from Metropolis was there. That was cool. At some point, something happens where they get hit with a monkey, because I just wrote down, bad guys get monkeyed. Yes, yes, they hide behind a gorilla, and then as the bad guys show up, the kids shove the uh, gorilla at them. Get monkeyed. Mm Mm-hmm. But in a fitting homage to Kung Pao, they get thwarted by a tiny net. (laughs) Sure does. And they're Uh, super stoked about it, too. They're like, I got him! I got him! Oh, my gosh, they are so happy that they have wrangled these kids with this tiny, tiny net. Back at the youth center, fake Kelly is pretty nervous because Miss Sullivan is heading back to pick her up and head to the airport. And the Secret Service guy on the other side of the door is like, okay, hey, uh, get your things. I don't know if you were taking a nap, but, like, wake up. It's time to go. 
Finally frustrated with knocking, the Secret Service guy comes in and realizes that the real Kelly Sullivan is totally gonzo. And I, I wrote down, why dress her up if the cover is blown instantly? Like, it didn't take a second for them to be like, that's not Kelly. See, and She I, should have been looking at the window so they couldn't see her face. Well, you, you say that. I totally thought once I saw that they were going to ditch this other girl behind dressed up like Kelly, I totally thought we were going to get a scene where, like... She's facing the wall asleep or something, and the guy yeah. like pokes in. He's like, "Oh, she's asleep." Yeah, but, but no, she's just sitting there pacing, and who, then she looks right at him. Who knows? Maybe there was a deleted scene or something. Anyway, this dude rounds up all five kids of the youth center and threatens them with fifty years in jail if they don't <laughs> spill the beans on where Kelly is. It's a very scared straight moment. It very much is. They tell the guy that she grabbed a taxi and went off to Carnegie Stewart's place. The feds are able to track down the cabbie, but he explains that she ran off when their car got in an accident. Um, Is this where they find the phone? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. They they go back to the the cabbie tells them where the accident was. They go back over there. They search around the the perimeter and they find the phone with the uh, presidential seal on it. Yeah. And that's when the president's just like... How can they find her phone but not her? And yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, because, you know, they're attached medically. <laughs> you know. People can't drop phones. So, yes, the uh, the White House is in a panic. Meanwhile, back in L.A., Skeeter and Rat use a payphone to call the president and instead get the runaround from a bunch of receptionists. <laughs> yeah, he gets lost in a bunch of switchboards. I love it. As a former part-time receptionist, I'm like, hell yeah, dude forward i'm over to billing they're gonna be stuck there forever we cut to kelly and zig all tied up in the wax museum warehouse having a uh, bonding moment kelly wishes that she had zig's freedom zig wishes that he had parents like kelly Uh, kelly reveals her daddy issues yes kelly goes on to reveal that their family dynamic is a total sham and goes on to chide zig for his lack of bootstraps while all this is going on, the Vinolis finally get in touch with the Oval Office and demand $1 million for Kelly's safe return. Hang up and get the hell out of there. Rat is the smart one, and he knows that they got a fucking scoot. And sure enough, seconds later, LAPD pulls up to the payphone they just used, but nope, just missed him. They go back to the wax museum, grab the kids, and head out. They know that they have to make a second call at a much, much farther away payphone. And they do so. Rat makes the second call to the White House and tells him the plan. Mrs. Sullivan has to go to a vacant lot with a duffel bag with $1 million in unmarked bills and uh, do a dead drop at a trash can at this vacant lot. She will then turn around and leave. And if there's no funny business, they will let Kelly go. And it's like... What? Is that ever work? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Here, Here's where there's some, the guy's fucked up. <laughs> so the feds on the other line say, it's going to take some time to get you that kind of money, which I highly doubt. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. But Marty, the main fixer, knows a guy who knows a guy. They get the money set up in a duffel bag. And inside the handle of the duffel bag, they embed a small, nigh-undetectable tracking device. Mm. So, 
Y'all, it's showtime. Mrs. Sullivan approaches the vacant lot and nonchalantly drops the duffel bag in the trash can. She then turns around and heads back to her car while Skeeter and Rat grab the duffel bag and scurry back, because he's a rat, yeah. to their van. And see, that's where they fucked up. They it's act- like, you wait like a long time yeah, first before off, you go to collect. You wait a long fucking time. Second off, you do not use their duffel bag. You take your own bag yeah. or bags. I mean, they're the cano- they're the Vinolis. Yeah. They're, the, one of them reminds me of Jeff, or... Yeah, one Jeff of them's Daniels a total dumb and dumber for a reason. One of them is a total fucking dingus. The other one they're is They're both kind of dingus. Well, the but other one's one is slightly, slightly above yeah. dingus level. <laughs> so, of course, y'all, the feds are able to track the van immediately, and within seconds, we've got ourselves a low-speed chase yeah. in the fucking warehouse district of LA. Also, I think we're about an hour into this movie at this point. We are heading towards the uh, third act of the movie, yeah. And just, you know, maybe pay attention to how much we have not mentioned Uncle. I think we've had total mm, I think there's been 30 seconds of Uncle time. Yeah, from like the beginning and then the two zaps and yep. then unlocking the door. Yep. Skeeter is in the back of the van and he makes a big show of kicking open the doors and threatening to throw Zig and Kelly from the back of the van, but their radiator craps out at the worst possible time and they slow to a halt, allowing the cops to surround the van. But don't you fret, y'all, because out of nowhere, a mysterious blue laser descends from the sky, envelops the van, and poof, the van disappears. Boop. The LAPD folks are totally flummoxed, as are the men in the Oval Office getting the uh, play-by-play. We now see the van materialize back in the warehouse of the Wax Museum. Zig and the Vanolis are totally fucking spooked, but Kelly knows what's up, and she's like, Hey, Uncle, where are you? Come out here. I know you're over here. So Uncle shows up in front of everyone and lectures them on what they've learned. You see... <sighs> Y'all... This is where I rewatched this for my notes. I, I tried to rewrite my notes, try and make more sense of it, and I just wrote, I'm gonna try my damnedest. I just wrote down this alien is a really bad morality mentor. He totally is. You see, y'all, Uncle is some sort of chronomancer alien yeah. that has the power to shrink and expand time, whatever that means. Those are his quotes, not mine. And all of this has been set up to You can, te- like, stretch and compress. I don't know about... It's... I don't you know. You shrink yeah, and expand. Yeah, I know, I know. All of this has been set up to teach Kelly a lesson. He's been watching over Kelly for years, and everything he does is to teach Kelly various lessons. He likens himself to some sort of alien Santa Claus, but it's really more of a uh, alien fairy godparent sort of thing. Yeah, or like some kind of like alien absentee god. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, he then tells Kelly that sadly, after this, he won't be able to look over Kelly anymore. This is her her final test, I guess. And Which is like, what are we learning here? <laughs> I don't know. I don't fucking know. But Uncle says now Kelly is all grown up and he's got to move on to somebody else. Gooby style. 
I'm trying to remember what Kelly says that she learns. I guess that she's learned... I don't know. I have no fucking idea. I, I know, like, Street Urchin Guy learned that rich people aren't so bad, and it's just like, that's not a good lesson. The alien goes down the line with everybody. Zig learned, yeah, that, that rich folks ain't so bad, which is not true at all, Zig. The Vinolis... They learn they're going to jail. Yeah, Uncle tells them that they've learned that they're going to jail yeah. and that money won't <laughs> money won't just fall into their lap. They need to work hard for it. Yeah, yeah, fucking Uncle also gives them a bootstrap lesson. But I'm genuinely trying to remember what the fuck Kelly has learned. And I don't I, know cuz it's like what did she do wrong? Nothing. I don't know. Fucking I don't know. Uncle, help me. I have no idea what's going <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, Uncle, if you wanna, if you wanna fucking get on the horn, we've got a third mic for you. Um, if you wanna fucking explain yourself, they can just use my mic. <laughs> Kelly gives Uncle one final hug. Alien hugs. Alien hugs. Yeah, and he zaps Kelly, Zig, the van, and the Vinolis back to where the van disappeared. Uh, the cops swarm Skeeter and Rat, who are babbling like idiots because they can't believe the last, you know, five minutes of the movie. And honestly, neither can I. Yeah. Kelly runs to her mom and gives her a big hug and introduces her to Zig. And the feds declare, well, we've got this $1 million in cash. Why don't we give it to the youth center? <sighs> the camera fades to black and brings up one final shot of the White House interior, where Zig is teaching Kelly to use the new rollerblades that she got for Christmas. Yes. The it, It's a very kid in King Arthur's court oh. moment. Did you no. ever see that movie? No. Oh. No, I have not. I've seen The Little Ghost, which also involves teaching people how to roller skate. It's time now to get into the compliment sandwich. If this is your very first episode, the compliment sandwich is where we say one good thing and one bad thing, and then one more good thing about the movie that we just watched. Good, bad, good. Would you like to start? Yes, I already know my two compliments. So oh, all right. Very exciting. My right. first compliment, it kind of looks like a budget movie, but it doesn't look that budget. But there's also a lot of interesting like cinematography going on. Okay. Like I was noticing there were scenes where it's like, hey, we're going to have the camera staring straight up at the sky and then it's going to rotate around and then be like this building. It seemed like there was a lot of angles and shots where it's just like this is an aspiring like film <laughs> camera guy. Somebody just wanted to noodle. Yeah, somebody was just like, all right, like they're not paying me a whole lot, so I can like kind of experiment with stuff. Okay. But I thought it added, you know. Yeah, all right. I can, I it, can it see made it. it seem less rough. I disagree with some of it. I noticed that in every scene in the fucking White House, we never get a close up shot of anybody, which we do. At some point, especially when he's telling him like, "Don't shoot," blah 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 blah. Where not it's, it's a just lot. we it's never the get president like standing over his desk with his hands on the desk. Sure, but I feel like we never get like a torso up shot. It was just it was kind of a, it was a very wide shot. It was at the beginning extremely wide shots, which was kind of obnoxious because it was like I can't tell which one of you assholes is fucking talking. <laughs> that's um, true. So that's your first compliment is kind of interesting camera shots. Yeah. Okay. My first compliment is I loved that this movie, a big chunk of it, took place at a wax museum. Because when I watch movies like this, one eye is paying attention to the characters and one eye is paying attention to all the crazy bullshit in the background. 
And there was a fucking lot of it. And I was fucking jazzed. There was some sort of wax version of one of the, like, raptors from Jurassic Park. Like I said, there was the the Superman. I mean, that was very obvious. There was the Star Trek bridge. And I was just, I was just looking at all the weird fucking shit that was hiding back there. Yeah. I loved it. Okay, so what is your criticism? The fucking title of this movie and how (laughs) it's not her uncle. It is an alien named Uncle. Also, this alien is not the focal point of this movie at all. It's not. The focal point of this movie is the president's daughter is kidnapped. They really should have called this something else. I would have called this movie kidnap the president's daughter feet uncle alien <laughs> so my uh my criticism is pretty fucking similar to this i think the concept of the president's daughter has an alien friend i think there's so much you can do with that i think that's a perfect conceit for a weird fucking 90s movie and they just they leave so much interesting stuff on the table yeah there's- like the alien barely does anything doesn't do there's, fucking anything there's two zaps that don't you don't even know what the fuck that is also let me tell you so the the people listening to the podcast have heard this but you haven't heard this yet i've heard the trailer and the trailer describes the alien as a fucking time traveler oh really no he's fucking not nope he just lives outside of time yeah like he, time he the alien says like time has no concept to him sure because it's just like he can shrink and grow or whatever i mean look if he's a time traveler we never see that in the fucking movie no there's nothing that says that other than their exposition yeah oh yeah i don't know i just think that what a what a fun idea for a fucking kids movie and nope we don't get to see any of that you fucking just you didn't take advantage of it nope so what is your final compliment uh my final compliment is that this movie seems either they did really well with their budget that they had, or they had a larger budget than I thought they would have. Okay. Because there's a lot of props in here, like full presidential motorcade. Oh, yeah. Um, there's a fucking Air Force One in here. Yeah, and it's just like, there's just shit that I feel like a cheaper movie would just be like, eh, fuck, fuck. it. You... The, the phone thing is kind of like, you guys cheap down on the phone. Like, I, I could understand if they went with the way that phone looked, if it was going to be the alien communication device. But the fact that it was just a regular-ass cell phone, it's like, what is that? It looks like a child's toy. I mean, wait, wait. So are you are you upset that the phone was just a regular fucking phone? Or are you upset that the phone was, like, I'm, chunky I'm and blocky? I'm upset that the phone looked like a child's toy but it was meant to be like a cell phone oh well okay look to be fair i don't remember what phones looked like in 1996 they might have been real chunky i don't don't think think they they were were that chunky phones i think they were fuck well no they were the the real but i I know what a flip phone looks like the motorola one where you pull the little yeah yeah that wasn't it that thing looked like a fucking somebody took one of those star wars like calm yeah the little toys and stuck a hinge on it yeah and I was like, come on. Also, the acting wasn't the worst. There was some decent acting I felt coming from like the presidential family. I I don't know. I guess, guess I was just expecting shit to be a whole lot worse than it was. Oh. My final compliment is the back and forth with 
rat on the phone trying to talk to the <laughs> feds and the feds being like, no, he's not going to do that. Here's what we're going to do. Da, 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 da. Just got me thinking about Dog Day Afternoon. And now mm. I want to rewatch Dog Day Afternoon. <laughs> That's all. I don't think I've ever seen it. It's pretty good. It's long, but it's pretty good. Okay, actually, I don't know if it's long. It's just in my mind, it feels like it's long, probably because it's like, it takes a whole day and you're just like, oh my God. So, yeah, I guess it's time now to go to our MVP. This is where we talk about our favorite character in the whole movie. You know, maybe they were a big character. Maybe they were a little character. Sometimes our favorite characters have been fucking props, you know? Do you have a character ready? Yes. Oh, okay. Why don't you go ahead and tell me who that character was? So my MVP was Skeeter. because really? Yeah, because <laughs> I felt really bad for Skeeter through a lot of this. Why? Because he just seemed like he was being pulled through all this fucking shenanigans by, by the rat? other guy. Yeah. Because yeah. he was just like, yo, it's the president's daughter. And he's just like... What the fuck? It, we're fucked, dude. Why did you take the president's daughter? <laughs> Holy shit. Like, he just, he didn't want any part of it. I guess. Except for the part where he was like, hell yeah, we're going to get so much money. Yeah, you tell somebody, it's like, yo, we're going to get a million dollars in the 90s. And there's like, okay. Look, I'm not saying he's the smartest person in the world. Nah. I'm just saying that I felt bad for him because I felt like he didn't really ask for any of that shit. All right. I don't know. I'm sorry you don't approve of my MVP. I didn't say that. No, you're making it sound like it. No, no, no. It's my Um, MVP. Okay, all right. My MVP is Zig. I knew you'd pick Zig. Well, originally I was going to pick the Wax Museum. My MVP is Zig because while he himself may not be a super exciting character, I love his, you know, he steals her backpack He's trying to figure out what I want to say. He has a like a heel turn. Kind of. reveals that he has a conscience. He's, yeah, kind of. I mean, like, he's excited to make an easy buck. Yeah. But then he sees, like, a child get kidnapped, and he's like, oh, no, that's not right. I have to report this. Yeah. And he goes out and follows these dudes in their van on his fucking rollerblades. Well, he's faster than the van. Kind of. Because if anyone has seen the stupids, <laughs> that van has four wheels, but a rollerblade has eight. Oh, yes, of course. So, I mean, he can just toy with that yeah. van all day. They'll never get away. <laughs> no, 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 no. Look, he doesn't let himself get seen. And also, he follows them long enough to where he knows where they're at and immediately goes to report the crime. Now, fuck the 911 operator that's like, whatever, kid, you like, I've heard this fucking story all day. She's been yeah. kidnapped by aliens and then hangs up on him. But as I mentioned in the fucking recap, there's like three different times where it's like, all right, the van heads out and he follows. Yeah. And then the van heads out and he follows. And it's like, damn, dude, good on you. Also, Zig's got a cool look. Also, Zig's got a cool look. I like his hat with his like, it's not a, it's not a sideways hat, but it's like three quarter or it's like a quarter ways hat and his little hair comes out on the side. Yeah, his hair's coming out of the little, the little hole in the back. It's like, yeah, he's got some tood. Yeah, he does have tood. Of course he does. So we didn't get any fucking songs in this movie, so we can't talk about. That's probably for the best. Yeah. We can't talk about best original song. 
So I think it is now time to rank this movie in our ranking of movies. All right, I got my number. Well, hold up. I haven't even explained. I know. I'm just letting you know. So, folks, the ranking of movies. What we're going to do right now is we're going to go over to our website at... IndoorRecess.pod. Wait, no. Shit. IndoorRecess.club. Wow! It's a new record! I haven't fucked that up in a while. It had to happen eventually. <laughs> yeah, it did have to happen eventually. Yes, folks, if you could please go to IndoorRecess.club, then up at the tippy top, you'll see a little thing that says the list in this little black bar, and click on that, and that's where we are right now. Ooh, we're in there. You can talk to us. Hello. We are thinking of a number. I'm thinking of one number. Jeff's thinking of another number, and in a few seconds, I'm going to say three, two, one, and then we're going to blurt out our numbers, and then we're going to talk about it. Alrighty. And you think you're ready? Okay, give yes. me a minute because I haven't had any time to... Okay, I think I'm ready. Okay. Alright, so, here we go. Three, two, one. 39. Alright. So what'd you say? 37. I said 39. We're close. We're very, very close. It sounds like we feel very similar about this movie, so how about we just talk about our overall feelings on the movie? Sure. Do you want to start... I feel like this movie is not really worth anyone's time, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Like, just if there was more alien shenanigans, mm-hmm. it could be like, hey, check out this shit. But it, it's mostly child actors with these vanolis. Yeah. So I want to, this goes out to my uncle the alien. Are you listening, my uncle the alien? Him. My uncle the alien. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. (laughs) I know you can do better than this. I know, I believe in you, and I know that you can, you can try harder than this, but you just clowned around, and now here I am, I've got this letter from your teacher. If you just applied yourself, you could be as good as Pet Shop. Could be. You have it in you, but... You're you're over here bringing this fucking amateur hour shit. Oh, I'm just damn y'all. I really feel like this this movie, like you said, if we had more alien shenanigans, if there was more interesting like presidential first kid fucking shenanigans, but no, it's like a fucking weird kidnap movie. Yeah, that's know. not even like fun. It's really not fun. It's not like uh, it's boring you know i i know people love to have bad movie nights and people love especially so bad it's good fucking 90s movies and this isn't that there's nothing even really to riff on this is just a boring movie like they did it well enough to where you can't shit on it yeah but it's like still boring i feel that way yeah i don't know that we didn't even talk about yeah like uncle's in there for all of i don't know three minutes a minute the way he talks, like everything he says, he's like purring and like making these like weird cuddly noises while he's talking. He's like, yeah, and it's just Kelly, like, I have to go now for unknown reasons. It's just like, somebody call the police. It's just, like, yeah. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So you said 37, I said 39. I feel like. 
I was mostly just looking at Gooby, and yeah. it's just like, I would probably rather watch this than Gooby again. Oh, I had so much fun with Gooby. I'd yeah. wa- I'd watch See, I think Gooby. you had more fun than Gooby than I did. Gooby is an amazing movie to pick apart. You know, that, I guess podcast, that's true. that podcast was two fucking hours long because every time, every new scene, there was some sort of like, we have to talk about this in depth because what the fuck? Yeah. Whereas this was just like, I, don't I guess know. that's true. Yeah. I mean, I just said that like, you can't even really riff this movie because it's so boring. Yeah. And you said 39? I said 39. I which said- would put it above Dinosaur Island, but below Steam Engines of Oz. I said 39. Or no, above Steven Zavaz. Which means in our list, it would be. It would be where Steven Zavaz is right now. Yeah. It, it would be, be above Dinosaur Island and a below Homeward. Homeward? I'm okay with that. Are you okay with that? Yeah, I'm okay with that. Okay. Well, congratulations, my uncle the alien, for getting number 39 on our list. Let's read real quick like we've got number. 37, Gooby. Number 38, Homeward. Number 39, now, My Uncle the Alien. Number 40, Steam Engines of Oz. Sorry, y'all, I'm reading off a list and trying to remember in my head what the numbers are. Trying to not read the numbers that are there. You know what? But use that number that's there to figure out what his number actually is. Totally. You know what? How about this? After My Uncle the Alien, we've got Steam Engines of Oz, Dinosaur Island, Pinocchio. That is where we are at. So, you still have that Coke? Is it warmed up? Yeah, it's room temperature now. Take a swig now. Tell me what you think. I feel like it's like a lightly sweeter. See, I see. Yeah, I think. Yeah, they... the taste is like more there. There's some drinks where like when it's warm, the taste goes away. Yeah. But this, it feels like it gets more intense. Yes. Yeah. Especially, like I said, the very, very bottom. I was just like, oh, this is gross. This is like just syrup. Yeah. It's definitely got a lot sweeter taste to yeah. it. And you can taste that like baked good taste more. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait 20 years from now when they're like, man, remember that month and a half in 2022 when they did the Coke Starlight campaign? Who knew that the secret ingredient was like something crazy ass radioactive. And now everyone that's drank that has super cancer. <laughs> What a weird time it was. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, let's wrap this bad boy up. So you can find us on Twitter. We have a Twitter account. It's... Indoor Recess Pod. That's right. At Indoor Recess Pod, I upload all sorts of silly little things. Sometimes I make these little video shit posts. Sometimes I just post like relevant things sometimes you have to watch a two minute long ratatouille dance sequence hey you know what you wanted that i did i you wanted did. everybody you to wanted see that. It's like th- that you have to see this it needs to be shown if you like our podcast we are available on itunes and spotify and google podcasts and and all those cool places i don't know google had a podcast thing they totally do i think <laughs> if you like us and you have the ability to rate us some stars or give us a thumbs up or you know some sort of ranking yeah i don't know maybe think about doing that it'd be pretty cool we also have an email address it's hey at indoor recess clock club clock club oh, wait, let me do that again clock club hey at indoor recess dot club you are like you have you've biffed two out of three of the three things look man it's okay dude it's okay 
If you would like to suggest us a movie, if you would like to tell us about, as a kid, did you ever find this at like a family video or something? Or if, did you ever find any of the movies that we watched? I want, it's like, please tell us if the cover we described is the cover you remember. <laughs> I would love to hear about your anecdotes. I would love to hear about your suggestions. I would love to hear about anything you got. Tell me. And now, y'all, I think to uh, send this fucking bad boy home, Jeff is going to say a little something something. So what do you got sure. for us? All right, guys. So... Until two weeks from now, our planet needs us. Ooh.